Mazda Australia looking down the barrel of a federal court ACCC reaming if they're found guilty of unconscionable asshole conduct, of course. But I guess the big question is, should you buy a Mazda today? That's a question I get asked often enough by you. I'm John Cadogan from autoexpert.com.au, the place where Australian new car buyers save thousands off their brand new cars. Hit me up on the website. Love that. I got this yesterday, and I think a lot of people are in this conflicted position. They're on the cusp of procurement of a Mazda here in Shitsville. Dear sir, I am currently in the market for a new small SUV, and the Mazda CX-30 is on my shortlist. Others on that list include the Hyundai Kona, Kia Seltos, and Subaru XV. However, I am concerned by the current action by the ACCC against Mazda for acting in contravention to Australian consumer law. I appreciate that the matter has yet to be proven, but in my observation, the ACCC usually does not act unless it has a sound basis. As you would appreciate, a prospective buyer would be wary about purchasing goods from a supplier that failed to live up to its consumer obligations. This is especially the case where a significant purchase, such as a vehicle, is involved. Therefore, I am seeking your assurance that Mazda will honour its obligations under Australian consumer law in the event that a Mazda vehicle that I purchase fails to meet the standards set out in the legislation. I would be grateful for your prompt written assurance. However, if I do not receive that, I will have to review my current shortlist. Yours sincerely. Jerry Conway. Goodness me, dear sir, and yours sincerely, how long has it been since you have had an email that's bookended in these quaint formalities? It's a bit carrier pigeon, but oddly uplifting. Anyway, I guess I understand this concern, and I would feel it too were I walking a mile in these shoes right now. It's completely valid. Let's not forget, therefore, that Mazda is a world-class automotive innovator today. In fact, today, I'd suggest Mazda occupies the same sort of philosophical space that was occupied by Honda in the 1980s and 1990s. So they're right on the front foot of Japanese R&D. They're also routinely the number two car maker by sales here in Shitsville. So quite popular. And the vehicles are pretty good. The whole range is pretty good. Reasonably good quality, reasonably good reliability, reasonably good value, decent features set. So when I sum it all up, I got no problem whatsoever with Mazda vehicles. As a company though, they do seem somewhat up themselves, however. And my impression of Mazda Shitsville senior management is that they appear to be locked in the 1980s. Still, literally retarded in that respect, kind of philosophically playing Duran, Duran, Bon Jovi and Wham during their work in progress meetings. They just really have not evolved into the 21st century and the interns are metaphorically shoveling coal into the boilers and they're still sending faxes and all going home to watch Magnum P.I. And they still believe they can get away with behaving like a car maker from that era. That's kind of my impression, okay? So, 
without speculating about their guilt or innocence in relation to this upcoming court case. And why would I? Because I am not a lawyer. So how the friggin' hell would I know? And also, I'm not allowed to do that because it's subdued to say. What I would say here is that it's not going to surprise me if they are ultimately determined to be guilty here. It's before the court. We don't know. And the court's going to make its determination there. And I'm going to respect that. But I'm not going to be surprised if it's guilty. To be fair, I think I should also point out that I think there's a certain malicious motivational dimension to the ACCC's conduct in relation to all of this. See, several industry insiders have suggested to me, kind of sotto voce, that the ACCC invited Mazda to enter voluntarily into a court-enforceable undertaking. And apparently, Mazda gave them the two words, somewhat brief and a bit terse, sex and travel response. You can join the dots there, I'm sure. And when it came time for the ACCC to form a short list of car makers to investigate with a view to upending in court, Mazda floated to the top, just like cream on milk. That's the version of events I've heard behind closed doors. The flip side is that prosecutions in federal court are both serious and expensive things, and it seems to me that the ACCC would not pursue one of those on malicious grounds alone. There would have to be some smoke, in my view, for them to make official allegations of fire. Therefore, the ACCC, at least, must believe on the balance of probability that they have procured sufficient evidence which can secure a favourable verdict for them. And here you are, right? The consumer in the middle of this incipient conflagration, uncertain about what to think, and it's such a great time to buy a car if you've got money. And Mazda's a good mainstream cars, right? But the local retarded management might behave towards you like a pack of rabid anti-consumer dicks if your new Mazda happens to develop a problem down the track. So that's a concern. It's a definite concern mainly because you can't buy a car without also jumping into bed with the car maker, right? They are one and the same thing. You can hardly buy a Mazda and then get Lexus to sort it all out if there's some problem. I guess it'd be great if you could, because Lexus is great at customer support, right? But anyway, I'd look at the whole proposition like this. Everyone approaches risk in a different way. Our balance of acceptability is in a different spot, okay? If Mazda seems too risky for you right at the moment because of this stuff that's up in the air, then just don't buy one. It's not like there's something completely compelling about a CX-30 or any other mainstream vehicle from Mazda or any other car maker. The market is drowning in viable competitors in all the main segments, right? When I decode this question, Jerry here has pretty clearly fallen for the CX-30, but the rational part of his brain has inconvenient reservations, right? It's like the redhead hottie named Tiffany giving you the yes, let's go. Emotionally, you're kind of on board with this. Rationally, you know you're going to have to put all the knives in the kitchen in a very safe place indeed, down the track, not too many weeks away. Jerry here mentions he's considering Kona, Seltos and XV as alternatives and I'd say Hyundai, Kia and Subaru are the top three mainstream brands in Australia when it comes to customer support and the vehicles are competitive so in that respect problem solved 
anti-consumer conduct risk effectively sidelined, okay? Just pick an alternative. However, asking me to guarantee Mazda's conduct into the future is frankly absurd. I'm not going to take responsibility for empowering anyone's id. I've fallen in love with this vehicle. Please guarantee that it won't hand grenade in my face. I mean, come on. I'd need to be Luke Skywalker and Harry Potter, James Bond, Tony Stark, Optimus friggin' Prime, and Ron Jeremy to achieve that. I sometimes wish I did have the power of Big Ron in particular, but one must be realistic at my age. And then there's also the tripping hazard to consider. And then there's dealers as well, okay? You can't leave them out of this equation. The dealer which sells you the car, he's the independent retailer against which the responsibility for consumer law compliance primarily falls. Dealers can be dicks or saints, okay, and some of them are in the middle. At times, they're a bit, you know, bipolar about all of this stuff. It depends on the day. But you've also got that variable to consider whenever you buy a car. And not enough investigation is done, in my view, into dealer reputation. And then there's the dynamics of Mazda being the subject of this ACCC reaming, okay, which warrants some further consideration. Right now, in the sub judice pending tray, I'd say Mazda's highly motivated not to generate any further evidence for the ACCC. They're probably behaving in an exemplary way to consumers today. And if they are ultimately found guilty, one would hope the penalty is going to be sufficiently severe to motivate Mazda to have an internal asshole purge of sorts and modify their alleged anti-consumer conduct. And if they're found not guilty, then the ACCC's allegations were unproved and concerns in relation to being systematically bent over in some anti-consumer way were relatively baseless. Ultimately, I'd suggest there's no perfect car and nor is there a perfect car maker. You have to make a call on this, okay? And it has to be your call. You make the call, you get in bed, and then you play the cards in the manner they fall down the track. In my diligent preparation for this quality report, I looked everywhere for Ron Jeremy's magic wand. I'll have you know to sort all of this out by way of miraculous guarantee. Sadly, I was unsuccessful.